we are going to、uh, quote my 11th grade English teacher who said, "Nothing is ever done." When she was talking about great American literature, except the Thanksgiving turkey. This today we have the most theologically ambiguous passage in Genesis, and because it is so ambiguous, it is the most theologically rich. To set the scene, we are still with Jacob, with the help of his mother Rebecca. Jacob stole the birthright that belonged to his older brother Esau, and then he fled in fear because Esau said he was going to kill him. Now this is several years later. Jacob has become wealthy. He has several wives and eleven children in tow. He has strategized how he is going to return and reconcile, or try to reconcile, with his brother. All the plans are laid, and now it is the night before he is going to meet his brother. And instead of having an encounter with his brother the next morning, first he has an encounter with a mysterious person. Is it Esau in disguise? Is it an angel? Is it God Himself? Well, God is clearly present in the encounter, but it's not clear how God is present. And isn't it that way in our lives? Let us recognize God is present. In our current circumstances, in this place, at this mass. So Jacob, the cunning liar and trickster, who has still found favor with God, has matured and is now ready to seek reconciliation with the brother he had swindled out of his birthright. But apparently. The doings of heaven and the doings of earth are intertwined, just as Jacob had seen in that vision that we call Jacob's ladder in yesterday's reading. Before he goes to confront his brother, Jacob himself is confronted by another adversary, or by a friend, or somebody of heaven or of earth. It is not clear. But Jacob's wrestling with this figure. In the darkness, is a metaphor for some of the great struggles we encounter in our lives. The things of earth are intertwined with those of heaven. It's not exactly clear what is of God, but we know that God is involved. Jacob has come to know who he is, and he makes bold demands of God in this figure as they wrestle. And he receives some of what he requests. He gets the blessing that he asks for. He does not receive other things that he asks for. He does not learn this adversary's name. He also receives things that he did not request. Some of them good, like the new name Israel, and some things that are painful, like the hip injury. Like yesterday, there are some place names thrown around, and since we don't speak Hebrew, it's a little hard. But you remember from yesterday, El is one of the oldest names of God, and so when Jacob names this place Panuel, that means face of God. This is where he saw the face of God and lived. Scholars are not sure exactly what Israel means. It ends with El. But the beginning of that word, we're not sure if it means God rules, God preserves, or God protects. 
But this becomes the name of the nation, of the people of God. What is clear in the struggles of life in which we involve God? Well, we see the face of God, but it comes at a price. Every time we gather for Mass, we celebrate that in, in the resurrection promised to us, it came through the passion and death of Jesus Christ. And somehow we are called to give ourselves completely to the mission of God.